welcome to the South Mims U Soccer Studies podcast. As ever, I'm in South Mims, and my esteemed colleague Martin is all the way down under in the fierce heat of the Australian outback, sitting in a dunny surrounded by flies. Martin, can you hear me? I can hear you, and as ever, your deranged and cliched view of Australia is coming through loud and clear. Well, I was being ironic, Martin. Mm, perhaps it's the Zoom connection which undermines your irony. Well, it is an American company. Maybe they have an irony filter. Oh, I wish they had, in, in your case. OK, Martin, let's be civil. We're academics. Being civil isn't in the job description. Well, you're right. It's actually strange how, as lifetime Spurs fans, we can have a friendly drink with Arsenal fans and end up friends. Whereas most academics that I've met, anyway, can't stand the sight of each other and end up always arguing. Yes, I've witnessed two anthropologists getting into a fistfight over the interpretation of Levi Strauss's view on the potluck tradition. It was a bloody encounter. And um, I don't even know what a potluck or latch is. Is it some sort of curry? It's a gift-giving feast. Oh, a gift-giving feast, really? Right, OK, well, just like each of our podcasts, we give the gift of insight and knowledge into the beautiful game. Nice try, Jerome, but uh, not quite. <laughs> All right, OK, well, in this episode, we're going to talk about the influence of a referee's stature on his performance during a game. I mean, how tall are you, Martin? I'm very metric, Jerome, so I'm 1.85 centimetres. To you, I have six foot one. Well, um, that's uh, just a tad taller than I am. A lot taller than you, Jerome. Uh, well, no, I'm five foot nine. Well, I suppose that's, uh, yeah, OK. Are you, are you standing on a box right now, are you? Uh, no, no. <coughs> right, <coughs> OK. Um, our relative heights are not at issue, Martin. It's the refs we're talking about. Every time you're at a game and the ref makes a decision that makes absolutely no sense or is just spiteful, you hear cries of, you little Hitler, or who do you think you are, Napoleon? Don't you? I don't know what matches you're going to right now, Jerome, but I've never heard those sort of comments. Isn't it more, you tiny bastard, or I ref you useless short arse? Well, you're being particularly argumentative today. It's, uh, is it too hot for you down there? It's the Aussie winter. Oh, is it? Oh, OK. Well, the point I'm making is that sometimes... When we wonder why some refs are more punitive than others, well, maybe it's their physical attributes that are driving them to make their decisions. For instance, remember Steve at the old White Hart Lane and what he used to shout at refs? Oh, yes, Steve. He was famous for shouting directions for the refs to go back home. Yeah, he was a, a limo driver, wasn't he? Indeed, indeed he was. So if a ref gave a soft free kick, he'd shout, why don't you go back up the A1 and take the B345 to wherever? But crucially for this discussion, he often accused referees of either being one, too fat or two, too short. I remember him doing that. And now, you'll be surprised to know, there's research that might back up his instincts. Or prejudices, if you like to call them that. Is there? There is. A paper by Dane McCarrick, Gail Brewer, Minna Lyons, Thomas V. Pollitt and Nick Neve from the Universities of Leeds, Liverpool and Northumbria in the UK. It was called Referee Height Influences Decision Making in British Football Leagues and it came, and it came out in 2019. 
That sounds almost like a soccer team full of authors. We could we could put them in a four three three formation. Well, yeah, or, or they're uh, like a an attacking midfield or something like that. Or, or, or a defence, depending on their findings. <laughs> Indeed, very good. Uh, one of the authors, Minna Lyons, got quite a lot of notice for a previous study she was involved in called Creatures of the Night chronotypes and the dark triad traits. It showed that people who stayed up late habitually were more likely to be psychopaths than those who rise early each morning. Mmm, fascinating. Um, you tend to go to bed quite late, don't you, Martin? Well, no, not really. Stick to the subject. OK, OK. Well, the, the paper about referees has an abstract which sums it up quite nicely. Which is the point of an abstract. Yeah, yes, I, I know that. OK, just, just checking. The paper looked at the fact that male height is positively associated with social dominance and competitive behaviours. Which is why most successful political candidates are tall. But why most dictators are short. Good point. That's the Napoleon complex. It is. One of the few complexes you don't suffer from. <laughs> right, OK, well, that's true. Uh, and actually, I feel as if I'm missing out. Which, which is a complex. FOMO. Fear of missing out. I'm not short enough, actually, to have the Napoleon. Oh, I think you might be. Uh, well, could we stick to the subject, please, Martin? Being short is the subject. All right. So the research paper points out that shorter men are more assertive and, critically, punitive. That is, they are more ready to punish others by word or deed. Why do they do that? Well, they're compensating uh, for their lack of stature. So that would suggest that the shorter the ref, the more red and yellow cards he'll show, and the more fouls he'll punish. And he'll also probably award more penalties. And does the research show that? Well, to find out, to find out if that was true, the researchers analysed data from 61 male referees across the four professional leagues in England. They explored, as they put it, the relationships between the heights of referees and punitive behaviours across an entire season. Right, so, so they track those 61 referees game by game? Well, they did. They also looked at previous research into the subject. Was there any? Well, just a few papers. Uh, one showed that refs who get chosen to officiate at World Cup tournaments are taller than the average height of refs in the leagues they come from. And another showed that in Germany, high-profile matches tend to be given to taller-than-average refs. Which, I would imagine, means the taller you are, the, the more competent you seem. Which was your point about politicians. The taller a candidate is, the more likely he is to be elected. I stress he because I'm not sure that this applies to female politicians. There could be an opposite effect. That's interesting, but it's not relevant to this podcast. I wonder if there's been any work done on female refs now that women's soccer has grown so rapidly. Well, if there hasn't, then maybe our department should conduct that research. Suggest that at the next departmental meeting. I will. OK, so the few pieces of research previous to the one we're highlighting showed that taller refs got the big games and the good gigs at tournaments. So what happened across an entire season in England? The results of the in the paper showed that there seemed to be no difference on the average number of fouls awarded during a game between short and tall refs, but there was a difference in the number of yellow cards. Now, let me guess. Shorter refs awarded more. Your powers of deduction are remarkable, Martin. Ah, it's years of academic training, dear boy. It, it always pays off in the end. Which is why you've been banished to Australia, I suppose. Partly. Anyway, so the same effect, we can call it in Steve's honour the short arse effect, was seen in the number of red cards and penalties awarded. The short arse effect? Well, that's bound to gain traction in the world of psychology and soccer studies. Oh, thank you very much. But 
and this is an important qualifier. Is the short arse effect consistent across all the leagues? I mean, from the Premier League down to, let's say, League Two? Interestingly, no. The higher the league, the less the effect is seen. <laughs> right. So short arse refs in lower leagues act more like little Hitlers than those in the top leagues. I couldn't have put it better myself, Martin. No, no, I know you couldn't. In fact, in the Premier League, the taller the ref, the more penalties there were. Maybe because he could see more. Or could it simply be that Premier League refs have been professional for longer and get more thorough training? The Championship only got all professional referees in, I think, 2016. And let's face it, refereeing at League One and below is still not professional now. Well, I don't know. The research also considered the possibility that the players in the lower leagues are, well, dirtier players. They commit more egregious fouls. Ah, no, I, I think that could be true. Is that what your own experience watching the lower league shows, Martin? Well, as you know, I've been watching lower league and non-league football extensively in England, Scotland, various parts of the world where I've, I've popped over to on academic missions at various times, and even here in Australia. And I think, yes, less skilled players are prone to more fouls. I, th I think, yeah, because they, they, they tend to lose the ball more, they tend to lose possession more, so they need to get possession back. But what I, what I have noticed, and what I still notice with, let's say, non-league football in England, is, is, of course, you get less diving, less players throwing themselves around. So I, th I think you've got that element. But I think overall, I wouldn't say dirtier players. I think what you've got is at times you've got a more physical, a raw game, haven't you? A, a, a more physical game, I think. Right, well, that's interesting, Martin. So if lower league players are more prone to committing fouls because they're not as skillful, and as you say, the football's r more raw, and add in the fact that the refs are much shorter, then you have a perfect storm of um, short arses and cart horses. <laughs> oh, I like that. Very clever. So what if we could go back in time to critical incidents which turned important games, championships or tournaments, and looked at the height of the referee in those games? I, I think that's, that's a good idea. Because I, I think one thing, one thing we all notice, don't we, is when you're at pitch level, it really is... A different game. I mean, I know that sounds cliched, but I mean, let's face it, Jerome, you and I always sat reasonably, reasonably high on, on a sideline view. And, you know, there are things you see there that in reality, at pitch level, you don't see. I mean, one thing that st struck me, because I, I was there at the time, albeit I had a, a lower view, was, do you remember our away game at Old Trafford with the, the goal that never was? Yes. You know, when we scored. And yeah. then, of course, uh, that, that, that wasn't given. Uh, okay, there you had a linesman or a system referee chasing back, you had a referee chasing back, but perhaps he wasn't the tallest, I forget who it was, but he wasn't the tallest of refs. Perhaps if he had been a six-foot-sixer, then we might have actually got the goal. I suppose also, I know one you've probably got in mind, is the, the Maradona hand of God in the 86 World Cup. Yes, yes. Would a taller referee have seen that? Well, I think there's the element of height, but also there's the, the, the blocking effect sometimes of a player, isn't there? I mean, we've seen that goal replayed from lots of different angles, haven't we? And I think the, the problem the referee has is, is one of blocking, is actually of not actually being able to see the hand go up in the same way you can when a camera from a different angle actually replays that. But I think the point then is, it's not so much maybe the famous incidents, but if a shorter referee 
is more punitive. And for instance, in the um, famous uh, Gaza getting booked in the semi uh, in the semi final uh, against Germany and would have missed the uh, World Cup final if yeah. England had got through. Was that referee a short referee who just decided I'm going to punish this player uh, because he had a, a Napoleon com complex? And that would be quite an interesting view of other famous incidents that this sense of male inferiority can have an effect on big games and our entire history of football. Now you've said that, Joan, what I do notice, particularly with non-league football, so when you go down the football pyramid, is you get referees literally of all shapes and sizes. And thinking back, and I suppose this is an element, element of selective thinking or confirmation bias, but I think certain instances do come to mind where you've got the, the short referee really, in his, his own eyes, stamping his mark on the game. And I think I think there is that element of of that. But I mean, it's just, it's all very interesting and entertaining to try and think back on on those incidents we might have we might have witnessed like that. But given that we're academics, what would be the possible lessons we could learn from from the from the research you've been telling me about? For me, if you're a player or a manager, you could take the height of the ref into consideration when you're planning tactics and giving the team talk. So you're almost suggesting a dedicated short-arse strategy. Yeah. In the lower league game, you could warn your defenders that the ref is a little Hitler and be wary of making fouls inside the box. Or if you're in the Premier League, you might give the same advice if the ref is tall. It's a, it's a conundrum, but, but I don't think Jurgen Klopp or Jose Mourinho or Pep Guardiola are going to insist on going into the ref's dressing room to, to measure them up, are they? <laughs> well, having said that, thinking about it now... Premier League referees, Mike Dean is shorter than some. And, OK, he's become less of a, of a dictator as he's got older and more experienced. But he's always been a bit like that, a bit on the artificially assertive side. I wonder whether that's height-driven on his part. Right, interesting. Mike Dean, right, OK, then. Well, in a sense, it's the game of fine margins in the terms of the referee's height, as well as a ball over the line or uh, an offside. Uh, you know, it's a few centimetres either way. And you can win a penalty, not just in terms of being in the box, but how tall the referee is, or short, uh, or, or concede a goal in the last minute. Absolutely. And of course, refs are, let's face it, refs are human. You, you, you can't tell what they're going to do. But, now here's another point. Are they human anymore? What about VAR, Martin? Uh, well, it's, it's a good point. Now, does VAR make the research we're talking about obsolete? Well, strangely enough, I don't think so. And it means we need to do more research into the effect of height in the refs. Uh, manning the VAR machines, maybe. But they're sitting down. Well, maybe if they're sitting on comfy chairs, they'll be more lenient with a marginal offside than if they were sitting on a hard chair. Oh, no, you're, you're just making this up. Well, I mean, I might be, but... It's valid. Other research shows that referees are influenced by all kinds of factors. You know, for instance, uh, there's a 2007 paper which was called simply Are Football Referees Really Biased and Inconsistent? You're joking. No, it was published in the Journal of the Royal Statistical Society and it was by a packed defence of statisticians. <laughs> oh dear. What did it reveal? Well, they found that when matches are evenly balanced, there are more free kicks and cards than in games where one team dominates. So the height of the ref doesn't matter in those games? 
well, they didn't look at that aspect, but maybe shorter ones gave more free kicks in games, no matter whether it was even or one-sided. I don't know. What, what else did they find? They found that if a team is an underdog, like, say, Barnet playing Man United, then Barnet will tend to get more free kicks given against them. That's your, your skilled and less skilled player factor, isn't it? Well, probably. Then they found that home teams play more aggressively when there's a big, vociferous crowd, and that leads to more fouls and cards. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Well, it's clearly a complicated subject, Martin. We could go on forever looking into it, and I, and I think it's I think it's your bedtime now, isn't it? No, I'll, I'll be up for hours. Ah, yes. right. Proof that you're a creature of the night still. I am indeed. Well, thank you, Martin, for another great discussion. And Jerome, I've got to say this: new research just out shows that short podcast hosts are more likely to cut off the people they're interviewing than taller ones. Now, that's breaking news. Uh, nice try, Martin. I'm not going to rise to the bait. <laughs> no, you can't reach it. What? Oh, <laughs> very funny. Anyway, dear listeners, that's the end of another episode from the South Mims U Soccer Studies podcast. Please review the show and share it. That's if you like it. Look out for more episodes soon or subscribe. We offer insights into football and sport as well as a range of other subjects that will make you laugh and think. Keep the faith. Oh.